Witch Witch Podcast. This is Nettle. I'm Lyra. I'm Galena. And I'm Sage. <laughs> Welcome to the darkness. Can I say, you sound surprised. Because <laughs> <laughs> I forget my name there for a minute. <laughs> That's fair. Um, the other day, we were talking to a third party who also knows Nettle, and I almost referred to her as Nettle. <laughs> <laughs> Have she done that before? Yes. Yes, to our mother. Yes. Mom's like, who's Nettle? I was like, a friend. (laughs) (laughs) This girl we know. So, this is our one year episode. Um, It's not happening exactly on the day of our one year episode, um, because that's a little farther down in the month, but we didn't have a schedule back then, so... So, the whole month of June is our one year anniversary. (laughs) Uh, so we're going to talk about basics, yeah? Yeah, we're going to get back to basics back today. Back to basics. Back to basics. <laughs> <laughs> back to them basics. Back to basics. <laughs> Alright, this is going nowhere. <laughs> uh, before we jump into the meat of our episode, I feel like I've said that in the beginning you of do. every episode you say that in, every like, for a while. Fucking episode. Like, I've got to break that habit. <laughs> uh. But before we do get into the rest of our episode, uh, is there anything anybody needs to talk about? Sage, we obviously have to address your new kitten. But, right. <laughs> but apart from that, is there anything else? I like this silence. It's good. <laughs> hey, I've been in like almost every episode. All right. I, I don't have anything new to say right now. Oh my God. Am I the only one that's been in every episode? Yeah, you are. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I like. I also said that while understanding that I've recorded at least two episodes completely on my own. So like, I don't know why I was surprised. Oh, you weren't in the meditation. Oh episode. damn! No. You were there for it though. Was I there for it? Yeah, we were. We were just there. Yeah. We didn't do anything Listen, or say anything. I don't have like regular linear consciousness. I don't think. I think it's just <laughs> left me. <laughs> I mean, I. Don't either, but I remember that one specific time. I'm just a fool, and you have to remind me of important events in my life. Like your birthday. Ooh. Oh, that's true, though. Yeah, she forgot her birthday. Like, ever since I don't get excited about it anymore, because, you know, when you're a kid, you're excited about presents, mm-hmm. but ever since I haven't cared about presents... I'm going to make you excited for your birthday. Aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> Even though I've done nothing for your birthday <laughs> any year. Ever. I don't think I've done anything for your birthday. We've done things for my birthday. We've so never done anything for cake. your birthday. <clears throat> to be fair, I don't really care about my birthday. <laughs> that's why we never do anything for your birthday. Yeah, that's exactly but what it is. But from here on out, we're going to do something for your birthday. Well, like, just a couple months after my birthday, though, is our friend anniversary. I think we should just focus our, our efforts on that. Same thing for Nettle. Her birthday's on the 1st of July. Oh, oh that's true, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I knew it was at the first of a J month and not the cold one. <laughs> so that's, that's where I'm at. Luckily it wasn't June, huh? Yep. Because <laughs> we me. missed it. <laughs> uh, so we've been just spouting nonsense for a while. Let's talk about your kitten and then get into the episode, yeah? So I recently got a kitten. He's beautiful. He is a my first long-haired cat. I've always wanted a long-haired cat. And he is my baby. His name is King Ramsey's Curse, King for short. <laughs> I love it. It's such a good name. It's adorable. Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> the man in gauze, the man in gauze. 
I let's not talk about what that's from. I want to see if anybody messages us and knows what it is. That would We're be great. Too young. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of young listeners, like way younger than us. You're not that old. Thanks. <laughs> oh, the listeners. Like the listeners. <laughs> Ow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this is a hot mess. <laughs> As always. Um. That's the beauty of our podcast, just yeah. one big old hot mess. I mean, the beauty of any podcast is you can put any bullshit out there, <laughs> and someone will listen. Yeah, it's the new public access TV. Absolutely, I love it. Except, you know, th- th- you don't have to work as hard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have public access TV, because you had to know about stuff. We downloaded an audio thing on my iPad, and this is what we're doing. <laughs> this is who we are now. <laughs> I'm pushing this into the into the why? Because I've got a lot of um, what's it called? Whenever you get like the really thick skin on your feet, yeah. I'm pushing. I'm pushing this into the callus of my foot. I would stop doing that. Just so our listeners are aware, it went in too far. It's it's a clothing (laughs) stud, you know, like the little pyramid studs. So, judge Sage all you want. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I didn't feel anything for the longest time. It's a beautiful song. For the longest time. <laughs> all right, we should get to the episode. All right. See you back in a minute. <laughs> all right, welcome back. Now, this is something that a lot of you have requested. Um, and since it's our month anniversary of a year. Does anyone actually know what day we published our first one? I know it's something we can look I up. I looked it like... up the other day and it's later in the month. It's like the 23rd or 24th, but yeah, we won't be in town. Oh, that's right. So. So are we, we're not publishing a second episode this month, are we? I mean, we can try, but I, I just don't think it'll... I mean, we can... We can try to record in the next week or so. So this is also Mm -hmm. a warning. This probably should have been in our, does anybody have any news? Yeah. (laughs) Um, There might not be an episode. There may not be a second episode for June. Unless Nettle or Sage wants to do the whole episode. Because Lyra and I will be out of town. In New York. We'll be very busy being very fancy. (laughs) Um, my personal goal while we're there, New York, get ready. I'm going to lick a dinosaur bone. No, wait, let me tell you, because a minute ago we talked about this and we, uh, Galena and I have not discussed this previously (laughs) and we said the same thing at the same time and I'm so proud of us. Sister goal. (laughs) So we're going to lick a dinosaur bone and get banned from the Met. No, wait, is it the Met with Dinosaur Bones? It's a natural, uh, Museum of Natural History. We'll get banned from the Met too. I'll lick a painting. Pretty sure that's poisonous. <laughs> well, I also want to go to the Museum of uh, Modern Art because you gotta that smell is. that moon rock too. By the way, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The yeah. Moon rock. You guys missed this whole argument over whether or not the moon. Listen, has I'm a not smell. saying that moon rocks don't have a smell. I'm saying that the moon has no atmosphere, so it has no scent. Like you cannot smell the moon. This means it have a scent. Just means you can't smell it. I mean, it's not. It, we're, we're gonna fight about the moon. I'll beat you. We'll fight about the moon under the moon. <laughs> Just a fancy way of saying we'll take this outside. <laughs> let's. Oh my god, that's a, that's how I'm gonna start saying. I'm gonna say let's do this under the moon. 
Are you like, are you like Daenerys? <laughs> yes, that's so goddamn dramatic. This is the kind of energy I want to bring into my life. Okay, so. Getting back to basics. <laughs> the mood has no sense. We've had a lot of requests for this, and honestly, we've meant to do this for a year now. Well, we wanted to do it for a little while, and um, other subjects kept popping up that we were interested in. And then the last time we seriously talked about doing this, it was very close to our one-year anniversary, and we kind of wanted to save it for this. So, initially, the first one is how to cast a circle. And honestly, there is no wrong way to cast your circle. But to be thorough, we can start with what I like to do. And then I figure what we'll do is we'll all go around and talk about what we do. Um, what I like to do before I cast a circle, especially for a big ritual or major spell casting, is I like to cleanse the space. Um, usually I start with a besom or a broom. You can start and you can go by direction um, online you can look up there's multiple guides that give you the exact direction to start in and whether you should go clockwise or counterclockwise but what I like to do is depending on the space I like to start in the farthest corner away from the door and then sweep all of the energy out that door then if that's connects basically from room to room until you reach the front or back door I will say that, that, if you don't mind me just mm -hmm. jumping in, that, that is more cleansing. Like, it's not super necessary for casting a circle or anything. This is what I said. This is what I like to start with when I cast a circle. I just thought we were going to talk about cleansing later. I'm sorry. You're wrong. I, jeez. <laughs> Sisterly <clears throat> My So, I like to use an actual, an actual broom because besoms usually leave twigs. That is true. <laughs> uh, especially if you've bought, you know the $5 cinnamon yeah. broom, like I like to do. They also leave a lot of powder, which I think is probably just cinnamon glued onto That's the sticks. probably just straight up poison. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, are, they are making um, that same style of thing, like Besson style things with different scents. Like there's one at our local grocery store. It smells like peaches. It, well, there's the, the one I was talking oh, about, wait, the, the cherry Japanese one? cherry yes. blossom. Um, and I'm very interested in that. <laughs> Now, to cleanse your space, and the only reason I do this is because I feel better to sit down and actually open myself up if I've cleansed the space. Um, you can do it with the besom. You can do it just by visualization. You can do it by lighting some sage or palo santo or whatever herbs you feel will cleanse your space. You can just burn them and it'll clear out the room or you can take. I don't know why the way you said you can just burn them like made me laugh and I'm so sorry. Fight me. <laughs> Um, but you can spend as little or as much time as you want doing this, especially if this is just for a small, simple circle, that's fine. The reason I like to do this is because, as you guys have heard throughout this last year of podcasting, we have a lot of spiritual activity in our home, and I like to make sure I'm alone in the room before I do any, any work. Um, we also do a lot of work in our driveway, and that's the outside world. You need to cleanse that before you open yourself up in a space. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Now, how to actually cast the circle. Um, depending on its... Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get back to that because we did start with cleansing. I apologize that I initially titled this how to cast a circle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is just the steps I take to cast my circle, so it's very involved for me. I've also been nitpicky all day, so this is <sighs> you have. Now, setting a tone for the, the episode. <laughs> let's go around, 
as far as cleansing, is there anything that you guys like to do? I'm all about mood lighting. And you know that that is a, a thing. You can definitely cleanse with certain types of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, mood lighting, candles. Um, it has to smell good. And uh, if I'm relaxed, I feel like I could do what needs to be done. So that's more of cleansing yourself to get in the right headspace. And I feel like... like scent and, and mood lighting. Yeah. And I, like, to be honest, I feel like all um, magic stuff that I believe in, like, personally, is just stuff that uh, comes from your mind. Okay. I keep saying that I'm physically going to do it while I'm vacuuming, and I never fucking remember. (laughs) (laughs) So you mean, like, visualizing as you're vacuuming? I mean, hey, that's a a modern, modern broom, so why not? Lyra, you got anything bitchy to add? (laughs) Always. (laughs) Um, So I really like cleansing with the sage and all that as well. Um, Sweetgrass is a big favorite of mine. That's mostly because of just the smell of it. God, I love sweetgrass. Um, I've actually got a rope that I kind of want to pass around. All this just sniff as we're doing this. (laughs) Um, I also really like uh, the method of making some blessed water with some scent and stuff in that. Uh, and spraying that around a room. Um, a lot of people do that instead of smoke because they have small animals uh, that they're worried about damaging their lungs. Um, and I mean, if you're in a very small space, that makes sense. Uh, our house is very high ceilings, so the smoke doesn't really settle where the animals are. Um, <laughs> Galena is, in fact, taking out the sweet grass and passing it around. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Can we cut you off some? I want to drape this around my body. (laughs) I know. I just want to live in it. Um, I wanted to say also really quick for a very fast way to cleanse a space. If I don't have um, (laughs) the energy, Jesus, uh, the energy or the focus to do like a full on cleansing, sometimes I will just light a white candle. Just Uh, one. A single single white white candle. candle. Uh, And, uh. I'll, you know, say some words over that, uh, that as the the light from the flame radiates out, it cleans the room, cleanses it of, uh, negative energies and spirits. That's, that's usually what I do when I'm feeling real paranoid, specifically in the shower. (laughs) Very paranoid in there. There is a stick of Palo Santo on the vanity. Oh, I know. I've lit it a few times. For that reason. I leave it in there for you. I appreciate it. I really do. (sighs) Oh. I also like using incense, mm-hmm. um, uh, in particularly the uh, Harmony incense that I have, mm. and then I use the copal to just intensify it. I I'm sorry, I'm annoying the I did. I did. Deb. I know. There's that for you. Deb is just such a fantastic lady. But She's I t- wonderful. But I totally have it in my head that that copal and that Harmony together, like, really really helps with the friend friendship making. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and I also like to help keep your spaces clean. Um, I like to hang or place uh, quartz or something similar over the door. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Okay. Can we lay another incense? Yeah, you've got it all right there. And... I don't want these. These smell like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> these are... The moon incense. 
pants. Oh, that's how the that's how the conversation about the moon started. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I said this smells like the moon, and then Lyra, of course, had to be a dick about it. Yes. Oh. Oh. She's yeah. like the moon doesn't have a scent. And oh, you then, can't smell and the then it just went on from there. But just one of my favorite moon. instances is The Moon by H.E.M. I do also really It like smells so good. What others do you have right now? That is all I have. Well, wait, I might oh, have sandalwood. sandalwood with me. Yeah, I have sandalwood with me. Yes, sandalwood. <laughs> yes, queen. You're like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Give me that sandalwood. Let's try to get back on uh, subject. Okay. So. And uh, you're going to hear some lovely sounds. <laughs> Yeah. Of us just lighting incense and crinkling plastic. <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking clean that incense burner so much. <laughs> I bought a very cool, very pretty backflow incense burner. We've really been meaning to make a very nice aesthetic post with it. Yeah, we just have to clean it, it first. <laughs> yeah, that's a little hole to put a stick of incense in. Oh, it looks like a penis. It does a <laughs> yeah. little. It does a little. Um, all right, so the next part of this is how to cast a circle. Wish I had appropriately uh, labeled this. It's my fault. I'm so sorry. That's no, okay. Uh, now, depending on its function, I like to do it either one of two ways. Um, usually, I just close my eyes and imagine a circle of light surrounding the space I'm going to be working in. Imagine my energy filling this space so that it's safe and workable. The other way that I do this is I like to stand in the middle of where I'm going to cast my circle and draw a line. Um, usually I just use my finger. If we're using stick incense or sage or palo santo, I will use that to draw my circle. In this instance, you can use anything. You can use your finger. You can imagine it being drawn. Um, or you can even use an athame. Um... I lost my place when I was looking at <laughs> uh, But once I've drawn my circle, I like to shield it. Do this, I imagine pulling a ball of energy or intention from my chest or solar plexus. Um, that's the space right below your, your breastbone, if you're not sure what that is. And then I imagine it growing and filling the space within my circle and expanding until it's a shimmering sphere around myself. This provides me with like an extra layer of feeling really good. And it makes me feel like no one can enter my circle unless I let them. Alright, so let's go around and how do you guys like to cast a circle? If you guys have cast a circle yet. <laughs> I thought I already said how I cast a circle. No, it was pure You were talking room. about cleansing the and purifying room. room. You did kind of talk about that, about the energy filling the space. Um, I can talk about how I... I cast a circle really quick because mine's kind of um, weird and complex. Not super complex. It's just it's more complex than it really needs to be. Um, you know what? Actually, I'll start off with what I do simply. Uh, fairly often when I do the very simple circle I'm about to talk about, uh, it's because I'm paranoid. It's usually late at night and something's woken me up and I don't know what it is and I don't want to deal with being afraid. So I cast a circle to make myself feel more comfortable. Um, and it's just uh, imagining like you said, a ball of light coming from the center of your body um, and expanding out to as far as you want the circle to uh, reach. Sometimes if I'm feeling real super paranoid, for some reason I will also imagine it sort of like vacuum sealing to me and everything I want to protect around me, which I know sounds kind of dumb, but 
but I feel like it's a, a way to conserve energy, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way when we're about to do actual spell work, especially when we're outside, because I feel very insecure and open uh, when we do work outside. I love doing work outside. Don't get me wrong. I just feel very open. Um, that's the paranoia, though. Uh, I start with um, gathering the energy in the center of my body. Uh, and then there's that one visualization thing we ran across that I, I just love and I haven't stopped doing it, where you extend the energy uh, like roots through the bottom of your feet into the earth to draw power from around you, to sort of bo- uh, borrow power. It's also a way to discharge borrowed power, because um, when you're done you just send the energy you still have back into the earth. Um, mine has become stupidly weird, because that's how, you know, uh, things like that happen. <laughs> Uh, when you think about stu- something fairly often, it sort of continues to grow. Um, so in my head, <laughs> the roots go all the way down uh, through to the center of the earth and then hook back up so I can draw power directly from the source, I guess, uh, and then come all the way back up. Um, and there's a type of tree that grows in the swamp. I can't remember what it's called, but it's roots. Cypress. I don't know. <laughs> its roots come up through the water around the tree, uh, and usually in a circle around the tree. Um, and then in my head, water filters in through that, symbolically at least, um, reflecting the moon in its different phases, which is something I adopted when we were doing the moon phase mm-hmm. uh, rituals. And um, they catch on fire around me as a protective circle. And it sounds like a lot because it is. <laughs> Uh, and it doesn't have to be that complicated. It can be anything. Like I said, when I'm tired and nervous, I just cast a regular circle. Usually I imagine my energy as being pink or somewhere between pink and purple. Um, but, I mean, that's... It's really... It, it depends on what you're doing, what you're feeling, and your energy level. I'm just an idiot. I usually forget. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... Outside of maybe something with you guys, I don't think I've ever actually cast a circle. That's fine. Yeah. If you feel comfortable working without a circle, you can do it. I just don't feel comfortable working without one. Mm -hmm. I've definitely cast a circle without you guys around. It's just, I haven't put that much thought into it. Like, Lyra has gone (laughs) all out and has just... But I would really like to really sit down... And, like, think about how I want to represent my witchiness. Yeah. And I think that's part... Because I I very much want mine to come from a natural place. uh, With a balance between the elements. And I think that's part of it. Part of the the visualization. Jesus Christ. That I have. And it's just that my imagination cannot be stopped. I feel like all of mine would definitely come more with, like, body cleansing and, like, mm-hmm. going to a different place in my mind. That's always a good route, too, I think, yeah. You know, sometimes if I'm feeling really bad, I will uh, envision sort of an inner circle, I suppose, the same sort of thing where you radiate the energy through your body, um, and it's just sort of pushing negative stuff out. And so I I'll think, do that sometimes, too. I think where I'm actually going to uh, reach the state of mind to where I could actually come up with something like that, I would definitely have to, like, go through some sort of, uh, like, meditation or something Mm. like that. That's actually how we um, found the thing with the roots, um, was through a meditation, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We should so do that. Mm -hmm. Like, tonight. Okay. We can do that, yeah. 
we can do we can definitely do that all right does anybody have anything else to say about how to draw your circle Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, really quick. I know I don't personally do this, and we don't personally do this um, anymore. We used to do, like, a physical circle and stuff. But physical representations of a circle, if you're having trouble visualizing your circle, or if you just feel more secure with something physical, it's a great way to do it. It's super easy. Um, rocks, leaves, a uh, circle of salt is very classic. Um, if you're doing it outside, put it on a blanket. A lot of people get really up in arms about you putting a circle of salt outside for good reason, because it can ruin the, the ground uh, for plants and stuff. But, like, just just put a blanket down. It's not that complicated. That's the last time I did heavy spell work on my own. Or get over it. It's grass. Well, yeah, but you don't want to do grass. damage. You, you can know. kill the grass. That's, that's why you really shouldn't put salt just down on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um... Last time I did heavy spell work, I, I like to set candles in the cardinal directions. Mm, yeah. And set my circle that way. So it's kind of... Okay, so what I have is I usually draw a circle. I also, I forgot to mention, I like to walk the perimeter of my circle if I'm drawing it. Like I said, it depends on what, what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll just stand in the middle and I'll draw the circle around me and it'll, you know, the imagination of where the circle perimeter is. Other times I'll do that and then I like to walk the circle with incense or sage or palo santo or whatever whatever herb I'm working with at that point. And I'll walk it three times. And at that point I feel like I've energized the circle and I'm ready to move on to my next phase. And I'll light my candles and I'll put them in each cardinal direction. I'll put out my representation of each element at the, el the, the space that I'm using as my altar at that point. Um, I'll put up my water, my earth, my air, and my fire. Um, if I'm invoking any deities, which I don't do often, I'll usually light a candle for them and set that depending on what part of the altar that deity prefers. Um, and then if I'm using any stones or anything in my, in my energy work or in my spell work, I'll set the stones out and I'll, I'll set them out in a different configuration. Depending on what you're doing, configurations are different. We can get into that later if anybody's interested in that. Um, if you're not familiar with it, there are a couple books that cover it. Not necessarily extensively, but they do go into it quite a bit. Um, the one is the Moon Spells book. I'll post the name to it later on the Instagram. Um, and another one is the Green Witchcraft book. Again, I believe that one's by Ann Mora. She's actually the one who did our um, The Witch's Tarot cards. Mm. But I, or is that Ellen Dugan? I don't know, <laughs> I apologize. I'll look at it. I shouldn't just name drop without looking. Um, but I'll look into it and if you're interested in that, definitely let us know. Uh, we may go into it on the show or if you just want to discuss it, we can discuss it on Instagram because honestly, that's really the only thing we check. Yeah. Um, We've tried with other, other sources. We're just not good at we, it. We can't. Our attention's not that great. We're all very busy <laughs> in our real lives, and it's just, it's easier to keep everything in one, one space. You know, and it's funny because we, when we started this out, at least I wasn't very busy. I had a lot of time on my hands, and now I'm constantly doing something else. So, 
Um, really quick on the circle one more time. Um, you don't have to stick to the same thing every time. Do what feels right in the moment. Because I know the last time we did heavy spirit work outside, um, we were trying to sort of talk to somebody. Um, we did we walk did, the circle. We walked the circle. We walked the circle several times because it didn't feel right. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, listen to your instincts in the moment. Sometimes, and I have to say this, if you are doing spirit work, sometimes when you're walking your circle, mm. if you're the only one out there or if you know it's the exact number with you, sometimes you'll sense more than just yourselves. Don't freak out. Don't break your circle. Just go with it. It's... It can be upsetting. It can be upsetting, especially if you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Um, if you're not ready for something like that to happen... Maybe we don't don't do it yet. The first time you do some heavy uh, heavy spirit work, it is kind of scary. Even if it's all positive, so just you know know yourself. If you know somebody who's done it before, definitely talk with them. Get as much advice as you can. And you know don't do it by yourself if you really aren't comfortable doing it by yourself. All right? Does anybody else have anything to say about how to cast your circle? I think we're set on that. Okay. The next section I have here is how to close your circle. Um, when you're finished with your spell work or ritual, you need to reabsorb the energy you've spent. This is very important. If you don't, you will feel very drained afterwards. Uh, to do this, close your eyes and imagine your shield shrinking down small enough to fit in your hand and then press it back into your body. If you have, as Lyra talked about earlier, borrowed energy from your surroundings or drawn it up into you, you have to return that. Otherwise, you will get jittery. Yeah. Uh, your mind will wander. Your teeth will chatter. I think Lyra, Nettle, and I did it one night, and we described it as having bees in your teeth. Yeah. Because <laughs> we did not return the energy. And I will say, um, for my... Uh, expanded <laughs> version of the circle um what i do is i just imagine the the roots receding uh back down to the center dumping the energy and then coming back up to the body mm -hmm. that's basically what i have here um if you've borrowed energy from your surroundings imagine it flowing back down through your body and back into the earth through your feet then imagine your circle dissolving at this point you can either walk out of your circle because you've dissolved it or if you still you still steal, still feel like there's a barrier, you can use your incense, your finger, your hand, like a chopping motion, or if you're using an athame, you can physically cut the circle, and that will dissolve your circle, and you're able to leave it. And sometimes a visualiz visualization's hard, especially if you've done something that's kind of exhausted you or distracted you, it can be really beneficial to do something physical like that, mm -hmm. and help solidify what you're doing in your mind. So, like, if you're, especially if you're alone, because sometimes it's it's easy to feel stupid doing things alone like that. Because, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say a fair a fair amount of the things we do in the moment when I'm doing it, I'm like, this feels stupid. <laughs> um, just, it's, it's all about what you need to do at the moment. And what feels right. Yeah. That's all I got on that. <laughs> Nettle, do you have anything about closing circles? Oh, like I know the one time we didn't do it all the way, like the next 
I know the next week was miserable because of exhaustion, mm-hmm. but it felt like it ran through like a month. Yeah. Yeah. It can it's because we didn't return it correctly. No. We didn't. We didn't ground ourselves after the spell work was done. I'm gonna say we didn't really do much prep before either. So nope. We, we were... Nope. We just kind of jumped right into it. Decided we were gonna do some heavy home sealing, and we just fucking went with it. Um, we did leave offerings. Mm-hmm. Those were all accepted. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. That everything was accepted. And then after that, it's been rare that we haven't, that we've had something that hasn't been, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Paige, do you have anything about closing? Quick thought about a spell. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about doing a spell for my rose bushes outside. Yeah. Um, do you think, like, instead of doing it outside, because I'm terrified of the dark. Um, I could, like, just bring in some dirt from my garden, bring it into the house, like, bless it, or whatever. Um, whatever feels right at the time, I guess. Um, and, and then, like, put out. it back. Do you think that would yeah. expand yeah, out? Okay. You can do that. Um, I've actually got some plant food that has, like, worm castings and things like that if you want to incorporate it into the soil and add it in. Okay. Is that way you're doing you're doing both energy work and you're doing something physical to to actually enrich the plants, which I think is important in magic. I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh no. Okay. I was was like. (laughs) We'll see. Now I got a a, like rose rose feed. Okay. Yeah. Use that. And it uh, I use it all the time, but they're still like they're they're growing, they're growing. But uh, whenever they producing roses when they are. But whenever they start to bloom, there's already brown spots on them. Mm. And right as soon as they're done blooming, they die. That sucks. Yeah. I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah, so we'll we'll try and do something that'll help out the roses. Um, did you leave any offerings outside? I did not. That's a good idea. I'll start doing that, too. Um, for you, where you're also wanting it to go back into the earth, maybe you're offering bury it right around your roses. Oh, that's a good idea. And then leave some out on top and see if that helps. Um, I was also thinking about planting sage because that, uh, that repels ants. hmm Oh, yeah. And garlic. plus it's sage. Yeah. <laughs> garlic does too. Garlic bulbs grow so easily. Oh, Yeah. Oh my yeah, we've God. had great luck with our, our garlic, and we've killed everything else. And it's so. a natural bug deterrent, an aphid deterrent. I used cinnamon. Cinnamon's good. Because I saw that online, and mm-hmm. uh, it didn't really work. Yeah, we, we didn't have much luck with that either. I like that sp- spray I bought, but it only works, like, that day. Yeah, it only... The next day, they're back. Yeah. As soon as the smell evaporates, all of the <laughs> bugs are back. <laughs> All right, what's our next? I have a few other topics here that we can talk about. Um, I'm going to skip the next one I've got because I feel like it's a little too big to cover in this episode with everything else. What is it? Just, yeah, just so just we can um, um, How to seal your home. Oh, yeah. oh well, I mean, I don't feel like that's too big. We can go over some small things if you want. We don't have to, obviously. But... Okay, well, I mean, if you want to because I'm not going to share everything I have here because I've got quite a bit. Yeah, I mean it's a it is fair it is a fairly big subject because there's just so many different ways to do it, um, but I mean you know obviously the cleansing is important. You can do uh, 
uh, blessed and purified water. You can do something that's specific for barring uh, negative energy, evil, uh, whatever. You know, whatever you want to keep out. And um, I thought that you wash were... your doors and windows with it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. I thought you were going to say borrowing. And when you said bar, I was like, I don't know. I thought it sounded weird at first. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> That's fine. Um, let's see. Uh, mirrors in windows and facing entryways uh, are a good way to uh, reflect negativity and bad stuff. Um, I want to say you can always do sigils uh, for sealing um, on uh, <laughs> windows and doors. Um, for a little while I had uh, plain quartz uh, macrame <laughs> up in our windows, um, which was one looked really nice, I felt. Um, and kept the, the feel in the house really, really nice and uh, clean, you know? See, I want to do that with some clear quartz beads and bells. Oh, yeah, I'd like to do that, because bells are really good for uh, mm -hmm. for repelling energy, too. Um, like, negative energy. Um, I mean, there's, like I said, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do. Um, and there's more permanent stuff you can do. Like, you know, we did the witch's bottle a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, Put chimes outside. Yeah, chimes, chimes are good. <laughs> Um, there's there's a whole lot of approaches to it. Um, I mean, there are plants you can uh, plant by your walkway or your door, things like that. Uh, and if if it's something you guys want us to expand on, that it, honestly, it's a big like you said, it's That's a big subject. Said, it's, we it's could probably do an really, entire episode. Yeah, we could probably do an entire episode on it. What I had, I think I stopped in the middle because I had written so much at that point. Yeah. I was like, you know, this really isn't just a segment. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing where it, it really depends on your situation. Cause like how you seal a house is going to be at least a little bit different from how you seal like an apartment mm -hmm. or a room you're renting or something like that. So yeah, there's a lot that can go into it. Uh, let's see here. I had a few other things. I had how to call energy. We kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so if we want, we can go over that again. Um, I did a little bit more specific not really <laughs> see what I have under how to call energy is you can call energy from any deity the moon mm -hmm. or the earth itself for the example I'm going to give you a brief description of what I do uh, close your eyes and open yourself up to the energy around you draw it up from the earth and into yourself to lend your own magic uh, you may feel tingly or a bit of buzzing that's normal if you don't feel that that's fine too sometimes you will sometimes you won't Sometimes it'll come out of nowhere, and sometimes you'll feel it every time, and the one time you won't feel it. That's okay. And, you know, sometimes it, it is more successful than others. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll, you'll feel a low buzz, and sometimes you'll feel nothing. Uh, continue your work using your own energy and the borrowed energy. Uh, Lyra gave us a very detailed description <laughs> of how she calls hers up. Um... Do you, either of you have anything to add to that? How you gather your energy from around you or how you call energy to you? I do. Okay. Um, so, like I've said, I feel like um, a lot of, like, the magic uh, comes, like, deep within yourself. Um, so I don't necessarily call upon anything. It's just more I have to get into that headspace and a lot of that stems from just like clearing your mind and 
I'm just repeating myself at this point. I'm sorry. Just a lot of unlocked energy inside of everyone, I think. Mm -hmm. And getting in the right headspace is a, is a pretty important part of any, um, magical work because that's a, a lot of the things that we do, a lot of the things that we describe, uh, maybe not their only function, but a big part of their function is headspace and getting yourself uh, into the right mood, I suppose, for the magic work. Do you have anything to add? I mostly do it through grounding Mm -hmm. because um, I've got a real bad habit of just jumping into things and forgetting that I was going to call energy first. Because with grounding, I've got to, like, to do it effectively, I've got to sort of sit there and, and think about it and go through the process. I also typically have to have my feet on the ground, which I always feel, I always feel stupid about because I usually, like anywhere else I am, my feet are usually on the ground, but if I'm upstairs, that's when I'm like, yeah, my feet need to be on the ground. I'm (laughs) definitely not on the ground. (laughs) No, I think that's perfectly understandable because like I I always feel better when I'm I'm doing it uh, on ground level or outdoors with bare feet specifically. Well, I think one, one tip that, that I have to share is if you do feel like you skip steps or if you feel like you jump into something what I do because I'm horrible about that is I write out the entire the entirety of what I'm going to do before I do it and I take it with me it's very helpful like it usually takes me forever to get ready to go out and do it but it also keeps everybody else that are that is involved on track yeah Yeah, that's true like in this instance (laughs) (laughs) thank you Galena Oh, you're welcome. I always want to do it with crafts, but that's my problem is I'll Mm -hmm. usually, I'll usually put music on, get halfway through it, and then be like, oh, this was supposed to be a thing. (laughs) Well, even that is still working magic. You're still focusing on it. You're still putting your intention in it. Yeah. Sometimes you enjoy it a little bit more and it gets away from you, but I mean, that's still magic. And I will say sometimes with the energy work, um, when you're calling on energy, if you're doing this with another person, it is very possible that the two of you are going to be relying on and using each other's energy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just very likely. And sometimes it'll feel a little bit different. You'll feel more than just your energy. Um, I know every time I've done it with somebody other than just myself, I always feel the room feels like it heats up. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel it when I'm doing stuff with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know if it's just the excitement or if it's the headspace I'm in. It always, when we get to like chanting or something, it almost feels like it echoes in my ears sometimes. Yeah, I'll get that. It's really nice. I'm um, really but... excited to do some spells after this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really hyping me up. <laughs> All right. So we've done how to call energy. Do you guys have anything to add to that before we go back into how to return energy? May I also say that I also went through, like, a Christianity phase there for a while, and I've never been this excited about, like, <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's all about finding your, your groove. Um, uh, it's not so much, like, an addition. It's just however you call energy is uh, going to be fairly specific and important to you. Um, but it can be anything as silly as just yelling out to the void <laughs> that you, mm-hmm. you require something, so... It's very true. You can just yell out, I need this. And then just imagine, like... Energy drawing. Yeah. yeah. And just gathering it that way. 
I felt like those pointy boys gave us a bunch of oh, yeah. energy. Yeah. Because we just kept screaming pointy boys. <laughs> By pointy boys, we mean... Um, quartz points. Yeah, quartz points. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was... It was an energetic night. It was an energetic, energetic night. And I feel like when we put the pointy boys on our foreheads and we became pointy boy... Pointy boy unicorns. I actually felt the fucking energy. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I, I for sure did. For sure. I was like, it's buzzing. And Sage was like, it's definitely buzzing. <laughs> um, but, all right. So, how to return the energy. We did discuss that a little bit earlier. This yeah. part does kind of ramble back to what we were talking about. Um, but, you know, just imagine the energy that you've borrowed leaving your body going down into the ground. As Lyra said, I usually do when I'm returning it, imagine roots extending from my feet down into the ground. I don't typically go all the way to the core of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're an earth sign. You're allowed. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I return the energy that way. Do you guys have any way that you focus on to return energy? I sort of just reverse what I do to begin with. I, I've mm. got to, like, close my eyes or I just lose all focus. And I usually if I pulled my feet back up, they've got to go back to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that was my phone. <laughs> I just clean the space after. Hmm. And I, I feel like that that yeah. kind of... That can be a good idea too. That can definitely clear excess energy from from a space. Well, especially if you've been doing spirit work or calling things that aren't necessarily in your home before you started. Well, and let me say, even it's a good idea to clear them out. Yeah, even if you're not doing spirit work and you're not calling upon something, uh, heavy magic work can call things anyway. Can draw attention. Um, I will say though, I read a very interesting thing online a while ago about if you're having trouble feeling like you're clearing the energy, taking a shower. Mm, and just imagining it washing the excess energy from you back into the earth through the water. So that is a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, a good way of ending it. Also, you find this a lot more um, in covens or especially in Wicca. We do like to do it. We. The, the cakes and ale part. Oh, yeah. I find it's always good. And if you're diabetic, I apologize. But I find it good to have something sugary to eat and drink afterwards because I always feel super drained after I do any spell work. And I need that to recharge. Yeah. I mean, I have to imagine that's where it, it, it that's started where it originated from. Yeah, from. It's, yeah. It's from just needing something after the spell work. And then, of course, always leave a little bit of what you're eating and drinking out for whoever you called upon to help you. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're doing, uh, if you're calling energy from around you, um, it's important to show whatever's near you that you appreciate, uh, appreciate what's been given. Appreciate the assistance, yeah. what's been given. I'm so sorry, King is just absolutely <laughs> attacking my hand. Uh, is, there, so is there anything else on that? Not that I have. Do you guys Neither. have anything else you'd like to you'd like to say? All right. Well, I think this concludes our back to basics for the moment. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this or want more, let us know. Mm -hmm. I do have a word document that I'm going to clean up. We can make available to you guys if you want it. Just let it let us know. But thank you for listening, and we'll be back in a few moments. All right. Welcome back. 
For you, it's been a few seconds. For us, I think it's been about an hour and a half. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we took a break. Sage and I powered down and refused to do anything like toddlers. A little bit. <laughs> no! <laughs> but to wrap up, I kind of wanted to talk about a few things um, that's changed or are different now. So we are looking at the show one year later. For me... My life is different in that I am regularly practicing now, where I wasn't before we started the show. When we started the show, I wasn't even sure if I really wanted to get back in. Now I feel like I'm fully back in. Um, have any of you guys experienced any life changes or any like spiritual changes since you've started doing the show? I will say, uh, looking into certain subjects, uh, have changed my perspective on some things. Um, I can't think of anything in particular off the top of my head, um, because I have a very unreliable memory. But, like, I, I know I look at things a little bit differently now. Actually, some of that is thanks to you, because through some of our spell work, we've done chants and stuff, and at, at the beginning, I really didn't like doing things that involved speaking, because I, I, like I talked about before, I felt embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Um... So I think, honestly, I've just more fully come into accepting um, magic work and stuff. So, And I'll say you've also made a lot of changes, because it's not just that you're practicing regularly. You now look at spirit work completely differently. I do. I was terrified of spirit work before, and now I've fully embraced it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm a lot less tired now that I'm vertical. <laughs> Don't let her win. Anybody else got some anything that's changes changed, or different year. perspective or anything like that? Well, I know before we started the podcast, I'd really only done, like, like one ritual, and I'd only sort of played around with tarot cards, honestly, mostly just when we were in groups, like, and a couple things on my own. I've done more of that since we started that, and a lot of that's the daily cards. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, actually practicing witchcraft. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's... it's it's different and not different than what I thought it was going in because a lot of it isn't mandatory. Like it's really just what, what you need to do. Yeah. Sage. Digging this big long silence. It's fine. <laughs> thinking. It's very good for an audio medium. <laughs> very realistic. I'm all about thinking before I speak, guys. <laughs> Got a brain I'm sorry that I laughed so hard that. at that. Nobody appreciates that this, the, these days. <laughs> kids these days. Anyway. <laughs> these kids these days. Alright, that's plenty. <laughs> you sure? So I one mean, year later, how is your life different? Um, well, since the podcast, I feel like I have been definitely been more in my roots with witchcraft yeah. stuff. I like that. Nice. You know, I think I've also this past year been a lot more accepting of spiritual practice, not just for myself, but for other people as well. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I've learned a lot about how I actually feel towards witchcraft and stuff. So it's also, like, opened my eyes to, like, other aspects of how people believe in the stuff <laughs> yeah no, I agree with that though do you feel more connected to anything 
That's a hard question. Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> like the band. Yeah. <laughs> I now know <laughs> what that song is about. <laughs> he does not. He does not practice Santeria. <laughs> We're let's let's not do a full spoken word <laughs> breakdown of Santeria by you some could, life. You can totally see it coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was obvious. <laughs> um. But I think it's I think it's kind of a hard question because uh for me personally. Um because I know uh there for a little while. I don't know if it, if I was like depressed. I don't know what exactly was going on, but I really pulled away there for a good few months and it was mm-hmm. kind of a struggle for me to to do anything really. Um I mean, I still did the show and I was still really enthusiastic about a lot of the subjects because in general the the subjects interest me but I just didn't feel very connected to it so I feel like I'm coming back to that mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm still sort of reconnecting so I don't know if I'm more connected but I feel like I'm less confident than I was when we started to be honest so I'm I'm working on that again yeah this was more of an idea for the end <laughs> well do you want to wait then and before we do the the end, you can let us know. I was just going to say, at the end of this, we should say, keep your tits up. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say Back at the end to of the every... basics. <laughs> That's what we say at the end of every episode. Oh, do we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. I don't know if it's related to us doing the podcast or even witchcraft. I've been feeling a lot more, this can sound so dumb, I've been feeling a lot more connected to myself. Mm. Like, I actually... What's a stupid way to say this? Uh, what's a smart way to say <laughs> done this? A lot of I like that you you well, started not... by searching for a stupid way to say it though. I really appreciate that. Even that, like in the last, it's been the last few years, but mostly this year, I've never really felt connected to my body, which is stupid because that's part of me. But like this year, I've been having a lot easier time like understanding that and accepting that and working with that, which is good because it's yeah. easier to take care of yourself if mm-hmm. you realize it's part of you. <laughs> And I don't, I don't think that's stupid. I think a lot of people experience a disconnect between uh, what they feel about themselves and what they feel about their bodies. For me, I feel more connected to the spirit world um, before I was really afraid of it. I don't know what clicked <laughs> at some point during the last year, but I've, I've accepted things that I've seen and dreamt and dealt with my entire life and now I'm more open to it and I have a lot more experiences and they don't terrify me anymore I also threw the daily tarot card readings even though we've not been consistent recently (laughs) um I feel more connected to tarot and to divining things so I'm I'm a lot better that's that's part of what I wanted through the daily tarot cards was to be able to cards know about them and not have to look look every single thing up because at this point I have a general understanding to get deeper meaning I do still have to look it up but I have a very general understanding when I pull a card um actually Lyra and I watched a movie yesterday and we were we were like like oh man we like guessed the whole plot of the movie because they pulled tarot cards listen but there's one that I'm mad about because they did oh they what was it they did they card. didn't do the tower card what did they do they did death yeah. Which is fine, 
I mean, it worked, and I guess they did it for the shock value, but the tower card would have made way more fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because she had decisions to make. And she was rebuilding afterwards. Like, that was part of it. Part of her growth was tearing down what she had be- You know what? This isn't a podcast about movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a podcast about what you're talking about, though. I felt like it was very relevant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I do think through the Daily Tarot uh, readings, I've become a lot more familiar with the general feel of the cards. I still have um, an issue with most of the uh, manor, manor, uh, minor arcana, um, but the major arcana I have a much better grasp of. Right. How do you feel like, or do you feel like you've grown in any areas? That's another weird one for me personally because like I said I really shrunk back from from the practice mm-hmm. and I really stopped doing uh, a lot of things and I wasn't very excited about it so I feel like I'm I'm getting back to growing into it again. Um and I think that's a cycle a lot of us do continuously. Yeah. So <clears throat> um like I said before I just feel like that I have um grown a lot in how I actually view how I practice. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's a hard thing to do, to narrow down your practice to something, like, specific, you know. I feel like out of all of us, it's like, for me, in this, it's more about my journey to discovering what I believe in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that, that's a growth on your part. That's fantastic. I love, I really, I love that answer. Nettle, do you have any, do you feel like we all we all at the same time just like swiveled our heads to look at nettle. Maybe I'm being more willing to try things because I know I'm I'm real bad at starting things. Like I just cannot, and so a lot of the times I'll let it fester until there's not really time to do it, and then I just am not willing to do it because it won't be perfect. But it's been a lot easier. Like even if I put it off too long to at least try it, I do also like trial and error way more than I thought I would. <laughs> I honestly agree. I feel like I'm more likely to just try something now. Because now I'll see a spell online or in a book and I'm like, Lyra, let's try this. Yeah, that's true. Before I'd be like, I don't know about that. I don't want to do this. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to do this. But now I'm like, let's try it. And then once we do it, I'm like, okay, next time we do it, I'm writing out what I want to do the next time. And the next time we do it, we do it more of the way we want to do it. So I feel like I've grown in the fact that I feel like I can actually use spells that I've written myself now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to move my knee. And the final question I wrote down for us to answer is, are you out of the closet, the broom closet, or do you feel like you're close to coming out of the broom closet to anybody that's not the four of us? Or somebody that you've already talked to about, but when you realize, oh, they're also a witch. People at work. Yeah, you, like at work, you're completely out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Sage is really open about it at work. It's, it's awesome. My work is lousy with with witches and lesbians. <laughs> That's awesome. It's the crowd you want to be in. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not to my family. Yeah. Um, I don't really talk to people I don't know well. So, like, if I met another witch, I'd be more comfortable with with discussing it. I, um... I'm definitely... I'm, I keep playing with the idea of 
just being really out and open about it. Um, I definitely want to have that discussion with our mother because as long as we, we all live under the same roof, it would be a lot easier to just be open about it. And she is interested in some of these things. So I think she'd be more understanding than we think she would be. Um, I totally think your mother would be understanding. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I know she's definitely seen a lot of books that we have yeah. laying around the house. She actually read one of them. So I think I think talking to her would be a really good first step. But I don't know that I'm anywhere close to being actually like super open. Like, uh... I, I think I'm I'm more of peeking through the slats of the, the broom closet right now. <laughs> mm. I made some floor wash, and I explained to her what it was. And I think she misunderstood and thought it was actually cleansing Yeah. stuff other than, you know, like, spiritually cleansing. And I was like, well, I can mix it in with some soap, and then it will be cleansing. She was like, oh, okay. And then uh, we talked about why I burned so much... Uh, loose incense <laughs> just go oh, okay so it's like so it makes you feel cleaner it makes the air feel she's like I do feel more relaxed after you burn it and... I know 100% that I would not come out to my mother yeah I can mm. see that she is already pretty upset about the gay thing <laughs> <laughs> and um She's just very disappointed in me and a lot of things. And I think one more thing is probably just going to push her over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I also remember at some point when we were young, younger teenagers, I brought over a Ouija board and she went a little nuts about it. So. My dad almost did not let me go see the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of surprising for your dad. Yeah, um... So this was, it, in this instance, it was, I told my dad that I wanted to go see the Harry Potter movie. He was like, no, there's witchcraft in that, and I don't want you to be exposed to stuff like that. And um, I was, my, my teacher would, foresaw this in the future, that some of our parents would be like, you know, I don't want you to watch this because of witchcraft, blah, blah, blah. And they said to tell our parents, well, there's witchcraft in Disney movies, but you let us see that. <laughs> That's and fair. I, and I relayed that to my father, and he was pissed. <laughs> like, he was like... He knew you had him. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's Ursula the Sea Witch, Madame Mim, uh... Merlin. Merlin. Yeah, I was gonna say... So it's not it's not even always like represented as evil in Disney movies. Oh gosh, the evil stepmother. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, she like made poison apples and stuff like that. Mm. Oh, oh, that's the evil queen. That's yeah. I thought she was also the evil stepmother in Snow White. I guess she was. Yeah, she just wasn't. Named but that. when you said evil stepmother, I definitely oh, you thought, thought you meant Cinderella. Cinderella. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, the fairy godmother. <laughs> Have yeah, you, the fairy godmother. Have you answered the actual question we asked, though? The, am I close to coming out of the... Yeah. Show? I don't think you did. I haven't actually answered it yet. Um, I, I'm close. I'm, you know, I'm wearing crystals at work. Yeah. Um, I've talked to a few people at work who I think may be a little bit witchy. Um, I'm close. I don't know that I will come out at work. Um, in my personal life, I've actually come out a little bit mm-hmm. to people I know. Um, but in general, like, uh, will I wear a pentacle around my neck? 
in this area probably not um but i have worn my uh triple moon raven yeah necklace and i've worn a couple things like that um i don't know it's I, i'm not quite there yet but i'm close i'm so close to opening that that repository and just being out you know um I think in in a lot of ways it would be a big relief, but I also think that there's a lot that comes with being open about your practice, you know, Um, because people just sort of assume things about you. I mean, most people already assume that I'm like a witch or a goth or something (laughs) like that, which I don't even really dress that gothy anymore. I mean, like, a lot of people who deem themselves very intelligent will just assume that you're an idiot. Yeah. For thinking that witchcraft is real because they they at its core misunderstand what what witchcraft is, especially in a modern practice. True. Very true. I've actually had that kind of negative reaction before. Some of us like, Oh, so you draw a whole bunch of symbols on the ground and I was like, Well, first of all, you've watched a lot of anime. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, that's alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, there's... I think I'm close. That's good. I don't know that I'm close to being super open. I I do have um, pretty uh, vague conversations with people at work, because I meet a lot of people at work. And uh, I'll meet people that have certain symbols or jewelry or tattoos, and I'm like, oh yeah, they definitely do something. <laughs> uh, and so we have like a very cautious, vague conversation with each other, because we're not sure how deep the other one is. And it's not like, you know, we know each other on a, a personal level, so. There's this older woman that I work with. Her name is Star. I and, love that. Um, I was wearing this, uh, this oil there. It had. Is it one I, of the oil diffusing necklaces or? No. Oh. Uh, it was just straight oil that I pour on my body all oh. the time. Um, and I walked in front of her and, uh, she was like is that blah, blah, blah? Like, she she automatically knew what it was. It was what, I don't remember what the actual oil was. But um, I was like, yeah, that's what it is. And so me and this older woman, whose name is Star, like, bonded over what I assume is both of us. Realizing the other's a witch. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's got a lot of stuff. <laughs> tattooed on her body and actually you know what it's a crush yeah yeah Aww. she's she's like 60 but i'm totally feeling it oh that's really sweet yeah <laughs> that's adorable um is there any other uh i don't have any other questions written down does anybody else have any questions they want to ask or any i don't i don't personally um but is there anything else that has changed in a big way that you guys feel like you want to mention before we end this segment? Um, I do want to say that this podcast has gotten a lot more attention than what I thought it would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it would go um, anywhere. <laughs> I'm very surprised and grateful that uh, so many people have listened and have commented and reached out to And, like, don't get me wrong, we're by no means, like, a big podcast or anything. You know, we're not one of the the giant ones um but we have about uh four to five to sometimes six hundred listeners on any given episode uh by the time we 
go to publish another one. And that's, that's a lot of people to reach. You know what I mean? Um, and we get messages from people thanking us for that. We got a very kind message. I don't remember who it was from off the top of my head. Um, thanking us for talking about, uh, you know, being, being a lesbian and also doing magic. Cause it was something that mm -hmm. she felt wasn't very represented in the magic community. And I, I, I don't know, I was really happy we could be that source of representation for someone. Um, well, I remember that they were talking about how it was very LGBT friendly and yeah. they, they weren't used to that, especially in the magic field. So it just it warmed my heart yeah. that, that they found us that inclusive. Just And also, like, with the outpouring that we've gotten from our listeners just said thank you for doing this thank you I'm more into my craft now I'm I'm getting back into my craft and it just it makes me want to cry and honestly <sighs> thank you guys it's really it's incredibly sweet and we we love every every message we get from you guys I know it, we we get sometimes we get like a bunch of messages sometimes we get a couple so a lot of messages uh, will have different levels of attention paid to them just depending on what's going on. So if we do um, take a while to respond or we don't respond uh, super in depth or something like that, I am sorry about that, but it it's just sort of a thing that happens. Um, you know, some like I said, sometimes we have a lot of messages at one time and sometimes we've just got stuff going on in our personal life, but we, we want to make sure that you guys know that it really, it matters to us. It, it really, it makes the podcast worth doing more than anything else, I feel. Definitely it really does. Yeah. yeah, you have something else to say, Sage? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> that was just my dumb face. Sorry. <laughs> All right, but uh, I think that's probably it for this segment. Um, we, as always, are going to sign off with something spooky, but it's not terribly spooky. It's just a little weird. It's a ghost update. Do you want to just go ahead and add it in? No, let's here. just go ahead and do it yeah. here. Uh, instead of breaking it up into another segment. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not anything big. It's not anything too scary or upsetting. Um, it's something that I didn't even realize was going on, but I had experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, do you, you go ahead and then I'll just jump in. Um, this morning I heard like a squeaking or a yawning. It's hard to say because it's, it's, it's higher pitch than a yawn would be. But it happened twice, and I thought I was the only one who heard it, and I noticed our grandmother was looking around like this, and I was like, did you hear that? She's like, what was that? And then Lyra's husband was like, I heard it also. <laughs> so three of us heard it, and we were like, I don't know what that is. Our grandmother looked very freaked out. Um, your husband was like, well, I'm not sleeping now. <laughs> I was like, I wonder what that is. <laughs> I also threw yesterday and last night, because I was up very late last night, um, I was hearing those sounds and I was just assuming it was the dog, but it was weird because it sounded very close and it was more frequent than you expect from her. Mm -hmm. Um, cause she'll make similar sounds sometimes. Uh, and I know at some point I definitely heard it coming from the kitchen, but she was in the other room. Mm -hmm. Um, which was odd. And then today, before we left to come here to record, actually, something kind of weird happened. Now, it could have just been, like, I don't know, interference or something, I guess. But <laughs> uh, the Xbox, my husband's Xbox, turned on on its own. Um, 
neither one of the controllers had been touched and both of them were off and no one was near the Xbox. Because when it turned on, I'd been moving stuff around on the bed and I thought the controller was still on the bed and it was not. And I said, oh, did I do that? <laughs> and he was like, do what? And I mean, it was just, it was just weird that it happened. Um, so I mean, there, we might ha be seeing an uh, activity spike. Which excites me. I think <laughs> I'm the only one who's excited. <laughs> I am just uncomfortable sleeping during a, an activity Burn spike. some sandalwood and see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of the spike in your all's house happens during the summer. Yeah, actually, I feel, I feel like that, too. Um, and I also feel like I'm more active in the summer, uh, mm -hmm. craft-wise. So, so I, they're probably related. It's probably a subconscious thing. Um, but I think... Unless anybody has something to add, I think that's our podcast for the night. I think that's it. The I dinner. just want to thank you all for a very magical year and for reawakening the craft inside of myself. I feel yeah. like I've become more of a, a practicing witch than I had been before. I've actually celebrated holidays, which I hadn't really done more than a few before. But... Oh, you know what? There is a change that I didn't mention. I'm oh, sorry to add it in here okay. at the very end. Um, I feel like through this podcast and through interacting with um, others who were kind of at the same level we were, who didn't know many things and were following along with our research and all of that, uh, I feel like I came to a point where I considered myself not an imposter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, felt more comfortable really accepting... Uh, the title what uh whatever of which what's the word i'm looking for i keep thinking tag like hashtag and that's not what i mean hashtag <laughs> maybe label ah. label label is the word we were looking for <laughs> let's end this on an awkward note <laughs> jesus christ so quick question mm -hmm. are we considered a coven I think we could call ourselves a coven. Oh my god, can we call ourselves Absolutely. a coven? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like to become a coven, we have to do something official. Oh, oh my, my god. god. We should totally do something official tonight. <laughs> right now. <laughs> let's do it. Let's cap off our year. All right. Well. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Apparently so did we. <laughs> do we are we going to do something with blood? I No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for a magical year. Stay spooky. Keep your tits up. <laughs>